Daily Advice, Episode 13, Green Infrastructure Segment. Some of the most important green infrastructure happens in unexpected places, and railway corridors, for example, are an important natural routes for pollinators and animals. In urban areas, railway corridors are completely disturbed or paved over. These small, forgot-about spaces often provide the only semi-natural areas. Use railway corridors as an opportunity for restoration. Work with the railway companies to facilitate and preserve habitat to encourage native species, um, plantings, to leave woody debris, and to reduce spraying. Permit segment. As the City of London City Plan 2036 lays out, there's a policy that requires a greening element to the building or public realm to contribute to improving biodiversity, rainwater runoff, air and noise pollution, temperature regulation, and making a city more visually desirable business location. The greening requirement will incorporate elements of biophilic design, which is based on principles around humans' innate need to connect with nature for a sense of well-being. This policy is still being developed as consultation is open to the end of February. Incentive segment. Canada has an energy innovative program, which received $49 million over three years from April 1, 2016 to March 31, 2019 to support clean energy innovation. Accelerating clean technology, research and development is key component to the Government of Canada's approach to promoting sustainable economic growth and to supporting Canada's transition towards a low-carbon economy. Clean energy innovation key priority areas are renewable smart grid and storage systems, reduced diesel use by industrial operators in northern and remote communities, methane and VOC emission reduction, reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the building sector, carbon capture, use and storage, improving and improving industrial efficiency. Lead BD plus C segment. Daylighting is a critical element for securing lead points. A daylight consultant can perform a daylight simulation and recommend options for improvement. Environmental assessment segment. An indicator species is an organism whose presence, absence, or abundance reflects a specific environmental condition. Indicator species can signal a change in the biological condition of a particular ecosystem and thus may be used as a proxy to diagnose the health of an ecosystem. For example, plants or lichens sensitive to heavy metals or acid in precipitation may be indicators of air pollution. Indicator species can also reflect a unique set of environmental qualities or characteristics found in a specific place such as a unique microclimate. However, care must be exercised in using indicator species. Judging an ecosystem based on the response of a single indicator species might be like taking the pulse of a patient and immediately prescribing a treatment without A, further examination, and B, other indicators such as blood pressure or knowledge of the patient's past medical history. Construction support segment. Healthy soils typically more than 40% pore space, with larger pores that promote drainage and small pores with help that help storage store water. Thick mulch wood or wood chip pathways can be used to mitigate soil impaction compaction from machinery. Mulch should also be used to cover bare soil on the site. It can also be used to help store compacted soil after the fact, but prevention is cheaper and more effective. A boriculture segment. Planting new trees, but nervous about maintaining their water regime? Well, t- t- tree gator bags are a slow-release re- watering bag 
that is perfect for newly planted or established trees from one to eight inches thick um, in trunk diameter with branches beginning at least 25 inches from the ground or higher. If you don't know what these are, these look like, um, which I'm sure you do, um, you can go to my Instagram page at jungle underscore capital and I posted a picture of one there. Uh, as far as this uh, rant segment today, I'm really passionate about it and I can go on forever, but I just wanted to make um, a thought clear, uh, clear on just something that um, has come to me. So if it's it's about um, urban planning aspect. So if you are if you are pro immigration and anti sprawl, you need to be pro development, and that's just a principle um, that really needs to be applied more. Because I read an article today saying that the most progressive cities are often the most expensive and unaffordable, and a lot of this is because of the strict zoning regulations that over um, regulation tends to do to a city. So as much as I am very socially liberal, I think that zoning restrictions are very harmful um, to um, the causes of immigration and anti-sprawl. So in order to achieve those goals, we need to allow development within previously developed areas. And that's it for today's segment. Talk to you tomorrow.